Rob Thanos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, Million Dollar Agent. How are you, gentlemen? Good, boys. How's everyone? Very good. Very excited. I'm so good. I can't wait for this weekend. Boot camp's here. Yeah, well, look, my intention is in this podcast because we've all been busy working away, getting content ready. Um, John's been working away. Troy, you're running seven sessions in between. Um, uh, introducing people as your MC role. You're going to pepper us with two, three-minute um, sessions on video and social. John, I've got to tell you, I've looked at the content in Playbook, but more importantly, um, I know that some of the content that you've talked about has been on my gym and at toppanos.com.au has been the highest rating views, particularly your topic on listing presentations, which I know you're going to talk about how to win in a marketplace that's short of stock, agents are dropping the fees. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and um, I'm also looking forward to knowing that we've got 200 people that have got one thing in common to actually walk out and transform their lives over the next three days. So guys, I, uh, I look forward to being with you and our crew there uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Should be great. It's funny, Tom. I was talking a bit early today to Con, our sales director. You, you guys both know Con very well, and uh, yeah, he'd just been in a coaching session, and he was he'd said to the guy there who'd been in the industry a fair while. He's with us, and he's he's not a bad performer at all. But Con said, "When was the last time you actually looked at yourself and your listing presentation with a view to doing an extreme makeover?" And you know, Con was just relaying the, the, the message to me. I said to him, "What a great question!" And what was his response? He said, "You know, probably not for fifteen or twenty years." So this is one of the challenges in any industry and in life in general, Tom and, and Troy. I think that it's very easy to get into cruise control. You know, as the old John Wooden uh, saying, which was, you know, it's what you learn after you know it all that sets you apart. I think there's very much the same. Probably a lot of our listeners here and a lot of the people are going to come to the boot camp on the weekend. You know, that, that, that reach a stage of, of competence, maybe momentum, maybe even excellence. And then all of a sudden people kind of whack on that cruise control and just go through the motions. And I think it's really great question is, you know, have you deconstructed what excellence looks like and have you actually reinvented yourself, your presentation, your look and your feel? And, and I love, you know, watching some of those reality TV shows where you see people oh, really? in a series of two or three shows, all of a sudden they go from, you know, sort of not a bad singer with some potential to a superstar because they had this incredible makeover from an expert that talks them about how they can really redesign themselves for more effective. So, you know, that's the sort of stuff we want to do, and that's the sort of stuff I know that the three of us love doing, which is why we do the podcast. Yeah, I think we were saying before, John, the, the biggest thing was to have everyone come and be a little bit more vulnerable, you know, be open to change, be open to new ideas, because, you know, you're hearing some from the, some of the very best in the business, not only um, the guest speakers we have in the lineup, but also stuff that we've seen from the greater real estate landscape, which makes such a big difference, I think, if you get in the business of listing and selling, your listing and selling presentation will probably be the same 99 times out of 100, but if you stop and think about what could be done better, this is the perfect three days. Tommy, you're at a train station. You sound like you're at... <laughs> yeah, all, all, all stations to Town Hall, first stop uh, Central, then all stations to Town Hall. Guys, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. It's one of the... Uh, look, one of the things technology does, it allows you to be able to speak from wherever you want. The only thing it doesn't do is get rid of the train noise. Uh, now, didn't we, didn't we have a question this week? Wasn't there yeah. a question regarding uh, price guides or something? What was that? Yeah, so let, let's... let's uh, this, is a, this is a question. I'll quickly read it out. And it is... 
My office has a very special policy whereby we aren't allowed to advertise prices on any listing ever, talking to buyers, sellers every day. I know people want a price on properties, but my sales manager won't allow me to give out prices. Um, Was he talking about options, Tom, or private treaties? Uh, he, 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 he doesn't make the reference. The only thing he makes the reference is that he's in Melbourne and the yeah. eastern suburbs. Um, okay. But let's, let's face this it. Is, I think it's a really options. easy one. There's, there's two things for me. Um, first thing is, I think, in any situation like this of, of, uh, of disagreement or potentially even conflict, you've got to sit down and you've got to debate it out and have a robust conversation about what's right and what's wrong. My mind clearly, as I think our listeners know, and you two certainly know, is that anyone that's not putting prices on property at the moment is doing their vendors a disservice and driving buyers crazy. Buyers, whether it's a private treaty, and the private treaty is non-negotiable, it's essential. If it's for sale, what's the damn price? For an auction, I still am a great believer that 75 to 90% of every auction listing should have a price guide. And if you're an agent and purporting to be an expert in your community, you should know within 10% what the likely range is. And, of course, when people come through, generally you'll be quoting a price verbally. So my question is why wouldn't you put it out there, put it on the website, put it on realestate.com, put it in the local paper, if you can do that. Because buyers today do not have the time or the inclination to want to go and, and chase information like that. They just want to know, does this property suit me and is it, is it in my price range? So... I think for our, our um, questioner there, uh, for me very clearly is they're on the right track. I would be encouraging them to go and have a chat to their sales manager and ask and try to understand what is the reason the company's got a policy and debate it. And you know, if, if the sales manager or principal are smart, they'll be flexible and they'll say, well, if you think this is the best way to go, it's okay. If they're not, they're probably going to lose a good talent because anyone asking this question to me is a good talent because they're thinking about the business, they're in the right direction, and they're passionate about it. If they're talking about leaving because of this, I can I can really tell that you know this is someone that's got a good future ahead of them. Well, I think John, what they're doing is they're actually thinking like the customer. And I think uh, what this uh, uh, listener is doing is saying that these are my values. This is what my customers are saying. Uh, clients yeah. don't want to walk into JB Hi-Fi or David Jones or a restaurant and not know the price of any item. Um, there are no more blind dates in business. Everyone knows the price of anything, and why make it difficult? And I'd say to our listener that uh, there's, you know, thousands of offices um, around Australia, and many of them will uh, fit in with the values of you. But if you're happy there, try and uh, have a collaborative conversation first. I actually don't think there is a decent argument to say why you would not use a price, unless it's an incredibly unique property or a highly valued, you know, if it's a twenty-five million dollar property, it's, you know, it's a different conversation. But I'm assuming it probably isn't. I'm assuming we're talking about general, you know, sort of properties in the community and they deserve for me to have a price, an accurate price that best reflects where you think at this point in time, and of course it's got to align with what you've discussed you've had with the vendor, where you think the interest is going to be come auction day. And I think anyone listening to this that's not using price guides, in, in, most of the time, not every single time, most of the time, is falling behind. And if someone in your community comes out and they're sharp, and enthusiastic and they know their stuff and they start putting price guides on and they start really working you know a better playbook they're going to start beating it so i, I love the question and i just i you know i hope that uh, um the uh, gentleman that asked the question is going to get some satisfaction from his uh, from his principal okay guys can i ask you we boot camp on um this weekend what's the and this doesn't have to be for boot camp it's for any conference any learning experience Yep. What's the sort of tips that you can give to our listeners? 
how do you prepare? What's the mindset? What are the tools that you need to use to help maximize learning if you're investing time, energy, and money at a conference? A couple of things I'll do, and then Troy, you, you add to whatever you think. Yeah, first thing is, you know, I talk about checking your ego at the door. So a lot of people arrive who, who are doing pretty well. I would be arriving with a curious mind and a beginner's mindset. I don't care if you've been in the industry 50 years or five minutes. You know, you need to be there trying to find anything you can. Second thing is get yourself prepared mentally and physically. You know, make sure you know what it is you got, what it is that you really want to get out of the event. What are your key questions? What are your areas of weakness? And you will find an answer either on stage or from the person next to you in the uh, coffee queue. You'll find an answer at the event as to what you're after if you think about it. So I, I'd be encouraging people to do that. Troy, what are your thoughts? Relearn. What's been done? Because if you were in the industry five years ago, things have changed dramatically. If you're in 10 years ago, they've changed even more dramatically. So what's happening out there in now uh, in the process of listing and selling property and getting in more doors that you can implement into your business? I would focus on maybe two or three key things that you can walk away from the conference and implement immediately from the conference. All righty, guys. Fantastic uh, information there. Go in there with a, a position of curiosity, a mind, a beginner's mind, and uh, let's confirm, uh, apart from ourselves all being involved, I'm excited to say we've got Adrian Bowe, Gavin Rubenstein, um, we've Rick got Sarayo. Rick Sarayo, uh, Michael Coombs, amazing performers, and we've got a you know nice structured uh, program over three days. I look forward to uh, seeing you all. John, I'm looking forward to hearing you speak. Uh, everyone, I've got to tell you, a lot of my gym members are coming along and uh, the, McGrath, the McGrath business has been a factory of producing multi-million dollar operators for the last two decades. I'm excited to uh, um, have you there on the day and I know a lot of our people are excited to being there. Um, I want to thank realestate.com.au, our continued uh, sponsors. They're also going to uh, provide us a really interesting insight into social media on the day. I won't say too much more, but um, I look forward to seeing you on the weekend, guys, and thank you to all our listeners. See you on Sunday. See you, See you guys. guys.